Yup, man, is just sneaking another audio down. This your boy Herb. Listen, like, subscribe, share, leave a message at the end, and don't tell nobody because I'll be sneaking these audios in at the beginning. Coming up on this episode of Solution Based Community presents the Get Together Education. How else are we going to be able to do what we need to do to improve our next generation if we don't educate ourselves or, or educate our young? We're already oppressed, so we're making money today to pay the bills for the 15th. Whereas looking at your child that may be in pre-kindergarten and understanding that they need to one day attend college, that's so far-fetched for that parent because they mm -hmm. can't make it to payday in two weeks. It's about the youth. It's about us giving up and saying, this is what we're going to do for you and give you a chance to get up out of this because y'all not beat for everybody. It should be an opportunity for everyone to uh, be able to achieve what it is that they desire to achieve. There should be an opportunity for you to do that. I am quote unquote climbing the ladder and there's a brick wall when you ain't got friends. Welcome back family. Welcome to another episode of the Solution Based Community Podcast. This is the Get Together. I'm your man K-I-N-G King and with me yes, as sir. always is my brother the Elder Herb. What's good bro? Peace brother. Peace. 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 All right. Now, today's episode is all about education and some of the challenges we have with it as a, as a community. And to get into that, we have some very special community members with us. First up, a teaching administrator and director of addiction counseling at Camden County College. Yes, sir. By alma mater. Dr. Leroy Stanford Jr. is here with us. What up, brother? Peace. Hey, hey, what's up? Peace. Thank you. Right. Now, next up, we got the brother, the enigmatic, the eclectic Mansa Musa Jr. is in the building. What's up? Peace, King. Peace, King. Peace to you, King. And peace to everybody on the platform. All right. And also, we have elementary school principal, fresh off her doctorate in education, leadership, policy, and management. Uh-oh! My cousin, Dr. Patrice Clark. What up, cuz? Oh, man. All right, we can close it now. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? That just shut it down right there, right? Right, right, right. So, wow. Yeah. All right, now listen, don't forget, you can catch this in every episode of the Solution Based Community Podcast on our website, www.solutionbasedcommunity.com. Log on, check out all of the videos, all of the content, or hit the links and tune in on your favorite podcast platform. Elder Herb. Peace, what up? What is the problem with education? Ah. All right, Alabama Slave Code, mm -hmm. 1833. Mm -hmm. Not only was it illegal for African-Americans to, to learn, period, right? The thing is, is that white folk will whoop their own ass, meaning that they will find themselves if they were found educating or allowing African-Americans to be educated. These, these are facts, all right? All right, another thing is, is that we know employment and education go together like peanut butter and jelly, right? Thanks. So now, African-Americans are documented to be twice as it, now correct me if I'm wrong. No, not correct me if I'm wrong in, in, in pronouncing this, but this is a fact. Twice, twice as unemployed than, than the white community. We are unemployed at two times more at least, actually, at least 
two times more, right, than white communities. Okay? So, now, <clears throat> we know how to open the refrigerator, right, and not say, yo, it ain't nothing in there, even if there's nothing in there. You understand? We know how to make shit work. This is where the, the, the soul food came from. You know what I mean? This is this this is how we make it do basically what it do. So there's formal education, there's informal education. The thing is, is that I, I don't I don't know which one way the most. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna I and, and before we get into this, before we get into this, I got one important question. This is one important question that's not even on the, the, the layout, that's not even on, you know. All right, so we got a lot of we we got a lot of education in here between us all there's there's a lot that even well on that side where the doctors stand there's a there's a lot there there's there's universities there's not just college credits but it's actually universities of credits over there so before we start i'm going to ask one simple question do you guys still eat fried chicken that's no, all. Sir. I did. That's just a simple question. I don't, no, I'm sorry. Sir. I actually, I don't, uh, I, I, you don't I, eat fried I don't chicken do too much no more. So, no, sir. so transparency be told, I'm a diabetic, so I thank you for sharing with me earlier. Okay. Brother. There you go. Um, so I've changed my diet. Okay. And okay. fried my chicken now. But okay. Yeah, I okay. eat chicken and, and get my Popeyes chicken every now and then. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I, I'm trying to be responsible. Yeah. I got you. That's that's what's be up. around. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what's Dr. Clark. Yes. You still eat chicken? I try not to eat fried chicken. Sometimes so, I'll get it, but I'm pre-diabetic. So okay. I, you know, air fry it and tr try to stay away from it for the most part because I want to okay. be around, you know. Okay. I want to yeah. live. Massa, you say, Massa Musa Jr., you say you don't eat chicken, fried chicken? Now, I've ate it a couple times. Okay. If somebody does it, but my my diet, mm -hmm. my diet is from Elijah Muhammad. I got you. I don't do that fried too fried is hard on the stomach, okay. and I need to think. I need to think. So I really don't. I don't eat fried food. Got to you. be honest with you, I don't do it. Got you. I got you. Okay, yeah. that's the same with me. I it's because of my diet. Uh, basically, you know, uh, me and my cousin Dr. Clark, uh, we <laughs> you know we both uh. You know, shared the same uh, the same issues uh, with being pre-diabetic and things like that, and and uh, we've we've shared our our uh, you know our weight uh, goals and health goals, and one of those things that you know we both tried to deal with is is cutting out that food that's not good for you. I have an actual reaction to fried chicken now because of the grease, like it does not do well in my gut, you know. So I like if I eat fried chicken, I pay for it for a day and a half. Sure. You know, so hey, I King, try to stay. I, could I say something yeah. to you, King? Of course. Now, my father was a bad diabetic. He started with pills. Mm -hmm. He kept eating fried food, and guess what? He had to go to mm -hmm. insulin, hitting yeah. the stomach. So that means that if you look at black people, it goes in your family. So me personally, I already was starting it like that. Okay. But I also <clears> got <throat> it from him saying, "Hey, don't do that." And mm -hmm. I didn't want to do it, so it's getting to me to show like I don't want it to go through my family. Now right. my children, they don't even deal with it. They don't like fried food. Mm -hmm. Well, I only I, I only asked it for it, it, it. There's a few reasons why I asked that. I asked it just just to just to lighten up the mood for one. Another reason why I asked it is is 
is basically to trick you guys into showing us as the community the maturation of our thought. You know what I mean? Our ancestors would be proud. The reason why food was fried in the first place, right? This soul food was fried in the first place because it extended the shelf life of the actual <laughs> meal. So now that we don't have to extend the shelf life, you know what I mean? We're, we're afforded opportunity or we're afforded the, the, the bread to, to really, you know what I mean? To get what we need to get, refrigerate, things like that, all of that stuff, right? We're afforded that, right? We actually use our brain and say, all right, if I do acquire the taste, we're going to do it in moderation. So basically, I just threw it out there for a little trick to educate. So now, from your perspective, Dr. Stanford, all right, is education important to us in the community, in our African-American community? Is it, it should it be important to us? Yes. How else are we going to be able to do what we need to do to improve our next generation if we don't educate ourselves or, or educate our young? Yes, sir. And I think too much is, um, all right, I don't get paid to think right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now, you don't mm -hmm. pay, right? Huh? Pay to think, so I better keep I, it, it depends. But what I do believe is, is that it's so essential for us to get educated and to continue on, especially if our passion is to improve ourselves. Um, yes, I was sir. saying a little bit with you guys before we um, came on the cast, before King got on and everything mm -hmm. um, about um, the whole process of starting with the GED and moving on um, to where I'm in now with what I'm doing. And it's not to brag, it's just to say that we can come from all types of backgrounds and we're no better than anybody if we pursue our education. So, and you're going to my alumni. Are you still in school, Herb? Yes, sir. All right, so you're going to my alumni. Yes, Lincoln I am, University, Lincoln University. Right? Thank you, go Lions. Um, <laughs> it's important, uh, and, which is an HBCU, by yes, the way. And don't let Cheney or anybody else tell you we are the first. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They are the first, brother. So, yes, sir, you know, we are the first. I'm confused about that and start throwing a top mate accolades out there lincoln university was the first yes um, sir that's a fact and i don't want to get into all that but I, I think it was so important for for me to say that is because i was one of those kids that was always smart in school but grew up in the projects in the hood whereas with, with an abusive family that said i was never going to be nothing wow Dude. so so, so that that never gonna be nothing is now. Never gonna be nothing. That that never gonna be nothing is now an educated. Uh, uh, educated. Everybody that it's mandatory not only that they complete high school but that they complete college. Who talk about some that, brother? Manage, some form of continuing on to improve themselves, even if it's military. Mm -hmm. True. Because through military, and I'm a former military kid, military um, person, I know when I was in the Navy, I went to school. Mm. In order to perform my task, I still had to go to school. So when my son decided to go in the military, I said, cool, because you're still going to be getting some form of training and education as you grow and build your brand. 
build your career, whatever it is for you. And I didn't try to persuade him to do anything that I'm doing. I just wanted him to be the best him that he could be. Same with my daughter. My daughter is graduating from Lake University for a bachelor's degree in accounting in May. Wow. I'm excited congratulations that, you know, to you, congratulations, brother. Congratulations, brother to my, congratulations to you. No, come to my alma mater. I'm excited that she decided to do that. Um, but it was her choice. She had a 4.3 GPA in high school. Who? In high school. Mm. Right. I've never gotten straight A's. Now, mind you, like, I had a GED because I dropped out in the ninth grade. Mm. I got mad because my coach told me I couldn't play basketball. Mm. That year. Wow. I got emotional and said, if I can't play ball, I'm not coming to school. Mm. Didn't, it didn't matter that at home they was telling me I wasn't going to be done anyway. So, because they told me I was, I'm sorry, I got to um, tell my man. We know you're busy, man. Um, I was told I wasn't going to be done, so I had to prove to myself at 16. When I did drop out of school, right, after, you know, being told I couldn't play ball and I wasn't going to get to the next level of schooling, um, that I had to, I had to do something. So okay. my, my mom got mad that I was dropping out and she sent me straight to military school and job corps. Mm. I went to a job mm. corps in, in Morganfield, Kentucky, y'all. Mm. Wow. I was in Prestonburg, brother. Wow. Yes, so I do. I had to go through that piece where we were still, and this was in the 80s, mm -hmm. where, you know, we were still fighting for our identity as a people anyway. So I'm in yes, Kentucky in a job corps um, off the campus of military school, and they're telling us, get your blankety blank blank. And I feel to myself, because I don't curse in my home. I, I do have, I'm learning, right? Mm -hmm. Not a judgment or condemnation on anybody, but I'm learning as we grow personally. Not only do we change um, our appearance, we change our talk. And I don't say that to diminish how anybody talks, because I need you to be your authentic self. But when you come into certain platforms and certain avenues, you have to mind your P's and Q's mm -hmm. as a black man. And I, don't, and I gotta say this. Because Herb came to an event on December 6, 2019, before the pandemic. I did something called POP, Power of Purpose. And it was one of the things I built off the platform of Black Minds Matter following Dr. Luke Wood. I was telling you about this earlier out of San Diego State University. So I put on the platform at the college, and I got all these African-American um, professors at the college together. And um, Bobby Hammond used to be an NFL player for the um, um, Arizona Cardinals and, and um, the New York Jets back in his day. Okay, um, I had um, Pastor Keith Davis was scheduled to speak, but he had one of his um, junior pastors come talk that day. I had Rudy Wilson. I had a few people from the community come on. And we were talking about um, growing up male and the power of our purpose as African-American men. I mm. specifically asked Herb to speak because my guest speaker, my feature speaker, couldn't make it. And I was so amazed at your book. <laughs> uh, I hadn't read it, but you had written a book. Mm -hmm. And for me to see a, another man, I mean, I got Miles Monroe, I got um, 
TDJs. I got all African-American books in my study here. But to have someone tangible with me, I mean, I've sat down with Van Johnson when he was writing his book and doing all these things. But I had someone right here in my face who wrote a book and I was impressed with him. Regardless of how your vocabulary is, I was impressed that you had the discipline to put your thoughts on paper for the betterment of somebody else. And like we were saying earlier, that is the sole purpose of me doing this Black Minds Matter at the college because some of the issues when I started my position at the college in 2016, um, it wasn't a lot of people like me who looked like me as mm. students or staff. Yes, sir. Now I get it, Dr. Clark, in elementary school, it's a lot of people like me in front of the kids that look like us. But when they get to that higher education, that secondary education level, you won't see a lot of us in junior college or in four-year institutions. Yes, sir. And I was just on the platform with NCAD, you know, that association I made you join, Herb, <laughs> <for> <laughs> us professionals, right? I was just on the platform. We were celebrating Black History Month, and one of the topics was um, what can we do to put professionals like us in front of our clients? And, yes, and in case mm -hmm. I, I am the teaching, the director of the addiction counseling program. So my whole thing is to build people to help people from hurting, i.e. change, recover, addiction, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to help people help people. So my whole program is about training people to do just that, help people. And the problem is within our field, Herb, and you know this, there are more people who are non-colored helping people of color. That is fact. And that's a problem for me. Mm. Especially coming up the way I, I, I'm from Atlantic City. So I came up at the Institute for Human Development. Yes, mm. I got their name because I miss John Brooks. Him and my father was very close friends. They did jail time together. So I was honored to one, get clean there. And then two, go back and work for the same program that saved my life. Mm. Yes, sir. So going there, my whole thing was, wow. I had a black man who was my counselor. And when I got there, it was a white man running the black man's program whose name was on the door. Yes, sir. I had a problem with that. Yes, sir. Wow. So when I got in the field, Herb, I wanted to make sure everybody I trained saw someone like me or like them in front of the, in front of the classroom, telling them that we should be helping ourselves. Yes, sir. Yes, and that sir. we can help ourselves and we can get paid doing it. Because a lot of people, let's face it, if you want me to be transparent about this education piece, Dr. Clark, you can tell me how it is on elementary level. But I know for where I'm at and the, and the role I'm at, they tell us we're not going to make no money mm -hmm. in, in teaching. Mm -hmm. when, matter of fact, one guy who was my supervisor told me, I didn't take that job because they don't pay enough money. Mm -hmm. And I kind of laughed. <laughs> um, I kind of laughed because I know what I do. I know what I make and I know what I bring to the table. And what I was trying to sell to him or tell him was, it's not that you can't make it. It's how you market yourself. How big is your brand? Well, there's a lot of misinformation amongst <laughs> service employees in general. You'll hear them say things and, and, and becoming a police officer. They'll say they don't make enough money. They're very ill-informed <laughs> on what a service job really is and the potential mm -hmm. that you can have. Yes, they're in the potential, yes. So but most of our ancestors, they don't, they're not service jobs. They're, you know, 
blue collar, whatever you could do, warehouse, factory. We don't have enough representation at the service level to encourage our young colored, you know, children and students that this is a career opportunity for them. And a lot of times they see higher education as being a boundary and really, you know, to getting to where they want to be in the education field. That's what I find. So, and I like, I, I love, but not like, I love that point. I love that point, which leads me to ask you that same question, Doc. Um, Dr. Clark, from your perspective, I I know you I I know you're gonna say yeah, it's important. But from your perspective, tell me tell me if it's important or not for us as an African American community to further our education. And if so, please elaborate. I'll say yes, it's important, but my issue that I'm finding is access to education and having a role model to help our students and our children understand the importance of education. So I think as a whole, if you talk to any parent from pre-kindergarten up through high school, they do understand that education is important, but they don't put the emphasis on the educational part because I think mm -hmm. our culture is so used to living day, day to day. We're living for the moment. We're living for next week. We're living for tomorrow. Yes. We're yes. making, we're already oppressed. So we're making money today to pay the bills for the 15th. Whereas looking at your child that may be in pre-kindergarten and understanding that they need to one day attend college, that's so far fetched for that parent because mm -hmm. they can't make it to payday in two weeks. Yeah. And a lot of them lack that higher education in the home already. So if you don't have, uh, you know, children who are seeing parents who have actively gone for higher education, they don't see the importance of it. And they see that, you know, uh, we put, a, I'll be honest, I've, you know, taught and administrated in black and minority communities and the eighth grade graduation and the high school graduation is, is the hugest, you know, the biggest celebration of their life. And when you ask them what's going on next, they don't really have a plan. You know, they're playing, they're taught to get through eighth grade, not pregnant, and then to get through high school, not pregnant, and then that's it. And they, they've achieved what, you know, maybe they surpassed their parents at that time. So it's important, but I think, you know, as a culture, we sometimes don't know how to coach our children into understanding what higher education can do for your life. I get calls all the time that, oh, you know, I could be a garbage man, I could be a police officer, I could be a firefighter, I could, I don't need higher education, which is fine. <laughs> those trade, those trade jobs, those service jobs are very much necessary, but it's almost an out so that they don't have to have the pressure to go to college. They can mm, instead of true. that. Yes, so, 100%. At what point do we put college as self-actualization and not just something whoa, to do? At what whoa, point? Whoa, 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 one second. Actualization, hold on, break it down. Actualization, act, 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 whatever. I don't How, know, what, I'm sorry, please. So, so look at word down, sis. as a mean of personal gain, not even just for financial yeah. reasons, but to say that you went and you, the things they're going to teach you in a higher educational system, you don't learn in pre-K through 12. You learn how to be independent. You learn how to be a thinker. You learn how to be a leader. You learn how to be a critical thinker. Those skills are not, they're taught at base level in pre-K through 12 education. But mm -hmm. at what point do you say you want a higher education because you just want knowledge on that level? Not even for career career satisfaction. Sometimes careers don't need a college education, but you want to go because you want that higher level of education. So that's what I say in, in terms of making ourselves better as a culture and determining what's for them and what's not. In my household, for me, college was not an option. 
I was raised at a very young age. My mother went to college. My father did not. My mother talked to me constantly about, you know, college. She never, ever allowed me to believe I had any other options. My brother, who's 19 months younger than me, comes in the house in 10th grade and says, I'm not going to college. He, he was given other options. So it's all about, too, how you coach your children. But she realized that he may not have been college material and he didn't want to go to college. He is successful. And that's fine. And I always say, you know, not college is not for everybody, but it for every child should have access to it. If that's right. What you want. 100%. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, 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 Massive, where you at? Thank you so much, Dr. Clark. Um, and thank you for breaking that word down for me too, because that was that was kind of. I don't even got to do. I don't got to do my self esteem. No, nah, I ain't gonna lie to you. My self esteem. <laughs> I needed it broken down too. I ain't hurt, gonna lie. And now it hurt me. If my self esteem was 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 torn apart, but now I know a big word. What my I'm sister going, tell you? I'm going. I'm going to go upstairs <laughs> and celebrate after this because I learned another word. What my but sister wanted to tell you? It run in the family. They, they yeah, was, they yeah, 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 yeah. Learn yeah. something every day. Yeah, every he day. pisses me off though. Hey, he he pisses me off. Hey, Brother Manson. Yes, sir. I'm gonna ask you the same question, man. All right, is it important for us? Is education important for us? Education is very key. Ed education teaches from generation to generation. True. Okay. True. Now. Like the type of things that we've been taught, we can see that it doesn't work. It's proven. You can see it from generation to generation that we are not getting better. We're actually declining, you know? So what my thing is totally with me, agree, but go ahead, go ahead. my thing with me is that I feel that we need to be separated okay. from Caucasians. Okay. And I'm just being honest, and you know I'm an honest person, because we have lived underneath of this tyranny for so long, and we haven't caught a break. We've come up from different generations protruding through what they've been trying to do to us, but we're at a generation where they just don't care. And it's, a, it's called the war babies. I call them the war babies. Okay. And they're not listening to us. They don't want to hear that old time hymns and sitting around. They want to say, what's the direction and where you moving to say? Okay. And a lot of people are not going to understand it. It's about the youth. It ain't about us. It's about us giving up and being self-centered and saying, okay, it's about you. This is what we're going to do for you and give you a chance to get up out of this because y'all not beat for this. Okay. Thank you, brother. You're Appreciate welcome, it. sir. Um, I, we're going to definitely get back to that point because, um, man, you're going to kick it. But I would like to say, first of all, it was a super honor to have the brother Leroy Stanford on here, doctor. I love you, brother, personally. I love you for what you do for this community. I love what you do for us. I love what you've done for me. Um, continue your work. Your work is needed. Your work is... <laughs> Your work is so necessary, beloved. I mean, I don't even know sometimes if we know how much we we work to this, this community, man. And I want to tell you from the bottom of my heart, if nobody else tell you, man, you have paved the way and continue to pave the way for a lot of us. And I thank you, thank you, 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep handling your business. Keep doing your work. I promise as a student forever that I will continue this mission. So if you, you, you got any closing remarks, cause I know you got a role, you got to handle a lot of business. Can I, can I thank him before he goes? Yeah. Yes, and I'll sir. thank you. I'll thank you, sir. And I do want to connect with you. And that's the honest truth. Cause when you were talking, it was like carbon copy and, and you, and you move into where you got to get, man, I would like to ask you to be my mentor. And that's the honest <laughs> truth. He won't shut it down. <laughs> though. <laughs> I'm really honored that you guys asked me to participate and be a part of I definitely want to be able to come back for part two. I do have a, 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 a engagement that I have to do. You're stuck, man. You're part of this community. It's an emergency client that I really need to see. But please, when you have a part two, please invite Dr. Clark back because I do want to finish her conversation about accessibility. I do have something I want to talk to or speak to that, as well as Brother Mantis' um, comment um, that he just made because I think there's a parallel that has to be made. And I think we are in position to make that parallel happen. Um, I just don't have the time tonight to talk, but I'll, I do apologize. Um, I'm excited for what you guys are doing. Nice to meet you, King man. I've heard you a lot too, of brother. You. Appreciate, you. Um, Appreciate you. I'm excited for what you guys are doing because this is Thank a necessity you. right now um, in today's climate, especially with where we're going. Thank you. Yes, sir. There, we have to link up. Great Absolutely. work you're doing down there at the college. Yeah, we'll, Thank we'll, you, sir. we'll make sure everybody linked up. All right. All right. All right. Let me know when you do the next piece so I can um come back from Dr. Clark and we can finish having a, an honest conversation about how can we improve um, our communities. Absolutely. Yes, sir. That's Thank what you. I'm working on right now. Thank you, brother. All right. God bless y'all. Take care. God bless. Peace. All right, now. Bless you too, bro. The solution right, so, and not the problem. Yes, sir. So, so, so check it. Um, the doc, very good friend of mine, man. I, mm. I mean, I was honored to speak at his power purpose. Purpose. I know y'all, y'all heard him reference to uh my language several different times. You know, <laughs> but I speak. Check it out. Check it out. As a as a former as a formerly educated human being or, or brother or African American, I speak the language of the people in front of me, and I keep telling people that, like, I'm not a per I'm I, I consider myself bilingual. Yeah, I can talk that talk, but at the same time, if I'm you know if I'm if I'm confronted with a whole bunch of you know people that 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 speak a certain dialect. Or that that needed certain things broken down. This is what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. So that's the colorful language that Doc was speaking about, <laughs> and it's just, hey, it's just other. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't say too much. But right. brother King, would yep. you like to grace us with the next question? All right. So <clears throat> next question is, uh, do we feel? we place the appropriate emphasis on continuing our education. As a community. As a community. As a, as a community, do you think like we really put emphasis on the significance of education? Because I'm going to tell you straight out. Um, college was rarely spoken about. Mm. 
in the house I grew up in. And I and I briefly heard you touch on that too, Doc. Yeah. So I would mm-hmm. I would love for you to elaborate on that. So I'll I'll say this. Were your parents or whoever you live with, were they college educated? No. Okay. So how can we as a community speak on something we know nothing about? Hmm. Mm-hmm. How is wow. that fair? If we're not giving the tools to understand the importance of it or being taught the importance of it, how can we relay that message to anybody else? I can't talk about things that I'm not familiar with. I can't promote things that I'm not familiar with. Um, so that, when, when we have situations like that, at that time, I think a heavy emphasis needs to be placed on in the educational setting for our students and getting them the opportunity to know what college is about because if your parents or your grandparents, your aunts, your uncles, whoever you live with did not attend college, there is someone in your life who did, and that's your teacher. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you talk, you talk, you talking about my white teacher? Your white that's what I had. Your exactly. White teacher, your black teacher, but what are they doing to promote college education at a young age? I was in a first grade classroom today. They kept giving examples of college. They kept saying, we need you to come up front and talk to the other students. When you go to college, you have to do presentations. And mm-hmm. it was always connected back to it. And that's a multicultural classroom. So, you know, we can get into all this white teacher, black teacher, Spanish. We can get into that. Okay. But it, it's, it's the teacher's responsibility to give those students an eye into what higher education is and to consistently talk about it and take those virtual field trips and get them get them out of the classroom to go see what it's like. No, I, I would like to I would like to go ahead and reference to what the doc was speaking about what uh what, what Dr. Stafford was speaking about as far as um he he was he was speaking about um cultural competency, right? Mm-hmm. And how we are mandated, really mandated, you know what I mean, as as people of service, right? to adjust our lingo or adjust our approach according to who's sitting in front of us. Just like I said, I speak the language of the person in front of me. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is when I say a white teacher, I'm not saying because it, there's one white teacher that, that, that looked out for me like, like hell, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I truly believe that we wouldn't be in a position we in today if it wasn't for good white people. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is that I'm not talking about just the, the 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 skin you know a white human being i'm talking about that white culture saying like oh so why why is it so hard for you to you know just to say oh shit just sign the application dude understand get up get a job you know what i mean dude Mm -hmm. you know what i mean those type of you don't understand your privilege or you don't care to take a, a, a to take a listen or actually observe or assess you know this particular moment, and 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 be you know separate separate yourself from this this selfish mindset that you have to see other people's point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I had I had teachers who would say, you know, hey, you know, you get out of school, go to college or whatever, and then, and it just uh oh, how do you get in college? Oh, just ask your mom, motherfucker. What 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 do you? <laughs> 
Yo, what the fuck? Who do who you think you talking to? <laughs> Sometimes they're ignorant to the sense that not everyone, like I said, has accessibility. Well, yes. back to assess accessibility. Yes. And in the in the K to 12 education, we have to recognize that these students are coming from households that don't quite look like ours and what the disadvantage is and how do we get them, you know, where they need to be, whether it's with their teachers, whether it's with the guidance department, what are we looking at to understand these students need to understand what college is like, not even just the application process, but understanding the importance of it. Sometimes, like I said before, we, you know, get to a point where we look at our parents chasing fast money, we're gonna chase fast money. My first job, I was 14. Uh, babysitting. Then I went to the McDonald's. Then I went to the Eckert, and I continuously worked. But in addition to working, like I said, it was put it was pushed upon me to get a higher education. I could have mm. just kept working and making that little bit of money and thinking that I was, you know, making it in life, getting an apartment. But it was also pushed upon me to go higher and get the higher education. Now I'll tell you something. I went to Rutgers. I got a bachelor's in sociology. What is there to do with a bachelor's in sociology? There's, there's what, what socialize. Yeah. Socialize. Who's hiring a sociologist? <laughs> Have you heard of anybody hiring you know, a sociologist? Hey, you, you socializing with us. So, I mean, what, I, I mean, mean right, huh? I, learned how to like, socialize. I learned a lot about community, but I knew right then and there that that wasn't going to be what's going to make me money. That's, mm, I mean, yeah, I've had friends come out with psychology degrees and still don't have a job. So I knew at that point I had to make a, a, a different path. I said, okay, I'm going to be a teacher. So I went to school again to be a teacher. <clears throat> I came out, I'll be honest. I thought teaching is my passion. I still love to teach. I teach as much as I can, but it, the money, the money, they're starting teachers out at 47.5 when I came out of school. I said, that's not the kind of money I want to make. It's good money for some, for some, but for me, I'll be honest, I wanted more. What's going to get me more money where I don't have to completely change careers? You go back for leadership. Became an assistant principal, still not satisfied. I'm like, and that wasn't really financial. That was, I knew that I could make an impact at a higher level. Mm -hmm. So go back to be a principal. I'm a principal. I'm still not satisfied. I feel like I need to be in the university level to teach people like myself and others coming out how to deal with some of these cultural barriers that we're seeing in school, especially mm -hmm. in 2020, 2021. Yeah. So, and that's not, so I've gotten past the financial part and I've realized that my words have power and that I can empower somebody else. So that's where I am. Hey, Don, I got a question that's, that, that's really, that I don't know, it just came to me as you were speaking, right? Um, when, when, when Chris Christie was, you know, here in, in this state, you know what I'm saying? He had somebody as the superintendent of schools <clears throat> that was less formally. I, I'm, I'm gonna be as politically correct as I would possibly could be. What that was that that was less formally educated than a lot of other candidates. Mm -hmm. I'm not familiar with it. All right, was it? I'm I'm just saying. All right, all right. It's, this is the true fact, though. But what okay. I'm saying to you is that he had a he had he had a superintendent. In it. The reason why I say he had a superintendent was his manager. Now. Okay, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? He, it was he doesn't to the, care about public education. He only cares I, about private education. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I understand. I understand that part. The thing mm -hmm. is, is that when it comes to this is this is why I'm, I'm this is just the interlude to what I'm the question is mm -hmm. basically when it comes to to getting up there and I'm in that position right now. 
I'm in a position right now where I am quote unquote climbing the ladder and there's a brick wall mm-hmm. when you ain't got friends, right? But I'm a gangster. So I I bully my way through if I have to. Mm-hmm. It's difficult. It's, it's 30 times more difficult than it is for me than a little month, uh, uh, intern, you know what I'm saying? Which is nothing wrong with the intern. I say myself, I, although I have credentials in several, several different areas, I'm going to be an intern to the day I die because I'm going to constantly be learning. You know what I mean? To grow yourself. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you got interns that, that may, you know, that may say, oh, all you got to do is just pick up the phone and call them. And, and they ask the phone like, damn, I called a motherfucker 12 times. You know what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? So I understand. It's who so you know. How do you get past the how do you get past the political part? You play in the political ball game. You start putting yourself in positions with those type of people to be noticed. Whew. That's the tough one, Doc. You have That's, to start networking. You have that, well, well, I got a I got a strong I, I got a strong enough network to get me where I where, you know I think right? and if if it ain't for me, it ain't for me because I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't I well, when you said that, I'm thinking about, and, and I don't think you saying it that way, but I'm telling you what, how my mind works, right? Um, I'm thinking about shucking the job, and I don't do that type of shit like that. Like, I am too, I got too much pride in my, no, nah, I don't, don't want to say pride. Yeah, you no, know, pride, because proud. I'm proud of myself, and I got too much pride in me and to 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 adjust my um you know to adjust myself for position you know what i mean not to say you will because do that if that's for the betterment of who you're trying to serve though a difficult one you're gonna have to get back to me on that because i ain't there yet (laughs) i'm no i'm telling you real talk i'm not there yet i'm not there yet i am not there yet i'll kick the fucking door down Mm-hmm. I am not there yet, Doc. I promise you. So that's something you have. I'm to working on that because there's you have a- to realize that there's people out there that need you, and you have to get to the you have to get to a point to where you can help those people by any means. Sometimes at the level you're at, you cannot help those people. And if you find a way, then don't forget that there's always a, another way. Like if you come yeah. up with the different way to do the things that need to be done, then mm-hmm. you the one that did that. You know what and I'm saying? So- once you get there, you bring other people on. Right. So you send it. You send it. To send the, the elevator back down. That's what you do. You know. Hey, 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 King. I just posted that like what it was a week ago. As soon as I get on, I'm bringing all my people with me. Mm. I said that. It's it, and I'm I'm literally I'm literally a few credits away. There you go. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, is that. At this level right now, which my I, w- I I won't lie to you, my my um my abilities, my um my character, and my talents got me where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have, what I have, and I I'm not to my own home, but what I have in the field that I work in can't be taught. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is that when you create this new software, right? And you know it, right? And you know it, and you sit next to me and you shining or whatever have you, that software shit can be taught 
but what I have can't be taught. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that's what that's what got that's what's keeping me afloat. I just gotta stay in my lane as far as that. Now, what me and King had have has has a a, a boots to the ground type of with a buffet of of formal education, informal education, network, yo, how you get in here type of position. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Me and K, I, me and King graduated together. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that, Doc. We graduated yeah. together randomly. Didn't even know it randomly, and we were we, we were already friends. You know already. what I'm saying? We were already great friends, and we didn't even had a conversation with each other. We just showed up and was like, "Oh shit!" Hugging and shit. You know what I mean? It was crazy. <laughs> and um, so so I understand the importance of formal education, right? I do now, now. I understand the importance of formal education. Mm-hmm. I speak I speak for the people on a regular basis. And I also know that it's very important for you to be, for you to have the ability to speak the language of the person in front of you in order to let them know, like this platform, like you, Doc, and, you're, and, and, and how you, and how you're so relatable, right? Mm-hmm. Guarantee, if I know it's inspiring me for one, but I guarantee it's, it's inspiring the rest of the, you know, the rest of the community. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This doctor is actually talking and speaking to me in words that I can understand, except the big one that you said earlier, but you broke it down. So <laughs> I give you a pass for that. So you got to understand that it's very important. You might not even, it might be second nature to you or first nature. You know what I mean? Because I, I know, you know what I mean? You probably somebody like, uh-uh, hold up. Let me put my hair grease on, put my ponytail back and get the scrapping. But, <laughs> <laughs> but check it out. It's very important for us to identify with that part. You need that part in order to, in order to get the people to the better to a better understanding of formal education being important yeah. you need that that part where you could be relatable right doc the cultural cultural identity yes and understanding you know the the black culture the latino culture whatever culture you know there's many different cultures mm-hmm. um that this this world is made up of especially the united states and understanding what our students need and and just because you know they may be black they may be in an area where college is spoken about frequently and that's all they know and that's mm-hmm. all they understand and, and they're going to grow up and want to attend. You may be in the next zip code right, you know, across the river where it's not spoken of and they know to get a job at 14 and get out the house at 18 and, and hope you make it in life. And um, I say education is extremely important and higher education is important. I put this disclaimer on college though, because it's not for everybody. And I will continue to say that. And if Mm -hmm. a child decides that that's not what they want, by all means, they should be allowed to do, it's their life, do what they want, but they should always be given the choice that that's an option for them. It should never not be an option for them. I remember when I was in, uh, I was getting ready to graduate eighth grade. And um, I had, decided at the time that I did not want to go to college. I wanted to go to trade school, all right? So we had a choice. We can go to BCIT or I could have went to, you know, Rancocas Valley, RV, 
All right, so I could have went to either one of those, traditional RV or go to the BCIT trade school. I wanted to go to the trade school. My mother said no. You know, my mom said, no, you're going to go to regular traditional high school and you're going to go to college. Mm -hmm. And I was saying to myself, I'm good with my hands. I'm good with, you know, figuring things out. I want to go do that. But she said no, you know. But what that did to me instead was it made me want to be right. Mm -hmm. so I didn't end up going to college because then all of a sudden I fell into the music you know and now I don't need college to go be a rap star or right. you know be a producer or be a baseball star like I wanted to do and all that I didn't need to do all that I could just do it right out the minors or I could just go and make these beats and 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 lay these tracks down and next thing you know I'm a star but the problem with that was I didn't realize that there was a plan for that also that would definitely include schooling higher education you see what I'm saying? So a lot of times people get that mixed up where they don't they don't understand that there's dreams that they have, even if they're dreams of grandeur. Schooling is very important. Wait, 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 wait. Come on, stop this shit, dog. Which one was You're it? You're doing all the grandeur. What the hell is grandeur? I'm thinking in the courtroom. Sorry. Grand jury is some shit like that. What are you Sorry. talking about, dog? It's just Yo, big, you gotta stop this shit, King. Yeah, everybody don't dreams, be doing man. shit it's like, like this. Like it's not that serious, yo. I, what I, do you I, mean I, it's I, not that serious? Ain't that shit don't say the shit then. Grandeur. Large splendor and impressiveness. King, I got a question for you. You're a father now, and looking sure back. Enough on your mom not letting you make that decision that you wanted to make in eighth grade? Would you let your son make that decision? Absolutely, because I didn't start uh, the education and, and uh, the process of teaching him about how important education was. Now, I started that when he came out. Okay. So as soon as he came out, that's all I was thinking about was, you know, there's a things, these are things that I didn't get to do, but I didn't have the right type of voice in my ear all the time because of the type of person that I was. My mother is fantastic, but I was hardheaded, mm -hmm. you know, and I wanted to be right, you know what I'm saying, more than I wanted to listen. So that was a problem, you know, so I know right now, if my son is anything like me, which God went on ahead and did that, yep, sure enough, just like you. I know that he need to have that ear, somebody that's going to listen to him and also not bet, not, not push down his, his ideas or his dreams, but talk about them, bring them up and also let him know that there's a bigger world out there than just that. And it's going to be through education that you're going to have access to all of it, all of it, every bit, of it. you know, so he knows that, like I said, I had a conversation with my son and it starts with little stuff, but uh, we, he was three, three, maybe three, four. And I said, son, what do you want to be when you grow up? And this little boy spat out, I want to be president. Mm -hmm. And I said, what? You want to be the president? Well, you know what that's going to do. You, you know what you're going to need to do that, right? It started very simple. I didn't talk about school or nothing. I said that you're going to have to work hard. You're going to have to keep your integrity. All right. And you're going to have to, you're going to have to, uh, what did I tell him? You're going to have to work hard. You're going to have to keep your integrity. And uh, you're going to have to persevere. Stay strapped. You stay strapped. Yep. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the dudes with the big guns is for. They got that. Nah, you got to have it. Listen, man. Listen, yo, you don't remember? You don't remember they 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 let that uh, what was it? They let they let a family or or or, or somebody in the in the mm -hmm. in the fucking dinner that wasn't supposed to be in there. Oh yeah, you know they did. Yeah, you yeah. gotta stay strapped, man. I'd have pulled the strap out on that ass. <laughs> for real, for real. Who the fuck is you, dog? Yeah. Yeah. 
but nah, for real, like it, he 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 surprised me with that. But I I taught him the little ideals behind what it was that he needed to go for. You know, so that's just like kind of seeding that, so that way I can build on that. That's where that foundation is at. So he understands, you know, what integrity is. He understands that you don't be lying, and and you know, you gotta you gotta say what you mean, mean what you say, and all that. You know, he understands that. You know, now he wants to be something completely different, but it's still... he'll change. He'll change another yeah. ten times. It'll change. He has the support of you, and that's right. what's important. No matter what he says, he wants to do within reason. You're giving mm-hmm. him support, so exactly. You know, no matter Most what definitely. it is, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Even definitely. if he wants to be a, even if he wants to be a a a, a rap star or something like that, you know, like all right, you know, I'll there's... Say what's your plan B? Yeah. I have a plan B. Listen, look, come on down. Now, see, that's the one thing that I always tell people about. I'm like, if there's a plan for anything that feels realistic to us, we won't ask them about the plan B. If he said, I want to be a lawyer, we're going to tell him step by step what it is that he needs to do. But there's a plan for everything, too. So I'm going to just make sure that he knows that schooling is involved in whatever plan he's going to come up with. You know what I'm saying? Can I, can I tell you this, though, King? What's that? Um, I the, the first of all, my 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 first release, my first book, first and only book as of right this second, I'm actually writing another book. It's it's entitled From GED to College Degree, right? So of course I have a GED, and you know I'm going to further my education in another area and things like that, right? Um, although I didn't come from that background, I, along the way, I realized how important formal education is, mm-hmm. right? Especially for us in the African-American community, right? You can have a, 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 a white person of privilege <laughs> have a, a, a high school diploma that a joke in our community has to have a a ba- at least a bachelor's to get. And I've seen it with my own eyes. Is it like that everywhere? No. There's it, it's equal opportunity so in, in, in a lot more places now than it was back then. Right? But what I will say is my wife and I have come to an agreement that we will place the foot on the necks of our children to get at least a four-year degree. Mm. Now, the reason I say this is because regardless of whatever, I don't give a shit if you want to be a a, a cashier. Regardless of what area you want to go in, you understand? You will be more employable, right? Concrete, you will be more employable and you are more inclined to maintain your employment with a four-year degree. Now, if you want to further it after that, hey, you got my blessings and you might have me and my wife donate a few ones, if not all, to the shit. You know what I mean? Mm. Because that's my retirement plan is my kids. You know what I mean? I done, I done fucked it all up. Yeah, my retirement plan is my kids. You didn't know that? Yeah, yeah. I told my son. I'm, I told my son. That's not a bad I'm idea. Te- I said, I'm, I swear to God, and I'll show you, I'll show, I'll show you it in writing. 
I tell my son, I'm raising you to make decisions for me. God damn it. So you better <laughs> be doing what you need to do. Yeah. I, I swear to God, I tell him that. So what do you think that? What do you feel? Like? I would, I, I'm curious. And I, I'm curious about you too, King. Don't get it twisted. I'm curious to see what you got to say about that. You a but damn liar. I, I, I want to, huh? You a damn liar. You don't be caring what I say. Actually, I do. And this, <laughs> at this point, at this point, I do because I, I actually want a reason to debate with you. But but anyway, I I want to ask the doc, and I'm going to sit back as humble as I possibly could be to listen to your response. What what how how do you feel about what I just said? I have mixed feelings about it. The reason being is because, like I said before, they should have a choice in their life. And I'm big on that. They should have a choice and it should be supported within reason. Let me say that. The plan, you go back to talking about having a plan, which is very important. You're college educated, so I understand. And I'm not a mother yet. So let me put that disclaimer on there. I don't have any children. so That's how, a hell of a disclaimer, but go ahead. I, so I may, you know, when I have them, feel differently than what you're saying. But you're right. The access, they're going to have access to it because of you. So they will be more employable. They will sustain longer employment. However, what if you have a child, and I don't know your children, who just aren't college material, who just say, you know what, that's too much work. That's too difficult for me. I'm going to have to climb too many ladders to get where I need to go to attain that. Um, as long as they have a plan, and as long as their plan is going to be lucrative and to which they can take care of themselves and they're okay with their plan, I should say, you know, let them, let them do what they want to do. Because what you don't want is someone feeling forced to go into a career or go to college for areas that they didn't want to do. And they're never going to aspire to even be in that career. I, I could, I could definitely agree with you on that. And I, I do Amen. have some feedback for, but I, I want to go to King and ask him to elaborate because I'm gonna get jumped today. So I'm gonna ask King to elaborate on that. I know he's your family against me, but go ahead, King. Um, I actually agree. I agree with uh, Dr. Claus. <laughs> I, I I agree with her because um, you know, it's about oh, for the record, I don't give a shit. But go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Long as we're clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there. Disclaimer: I don't give a fuck. Well, go ahead. No, it, it, I, I agree um, completely with what she said. And it's important that not just in, in this, but in all walks of life, I'm a believer of equality of opportunity. You know, so you got to be able to have those opportunities across the board for everybody. It should be an opportunity for everyone to uh, be able to achieve what it is that they desire to achieve. There should be an opportunity for you to do that. If you have that opportunity to go to school and you choose not to do it, all right, well, that's your choice, you know? So then you've made that choice. By the time you get there to choose that, you know, you're pretty grown. Now, if you make a mistake, you can go back and you can fix it later on, you know, as long as you ain't do nothing too bad, you know? But if you, as long as you have that opportunity to do it, you're all right. I tell my son all the time, listen, you make a mistake, you make a wrong choice, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? As long as you are not six feet under and you are still breathing, every single day is another opportunity for you to turn it around. Yeah. That's you know? the truth. Yeah. That's that's real time. And I hate to agree with you on that. I, I, I really know you do. do. I know. I really do. This it doesn't I even I know feel it burns. Right. It don't, don't even it? taste right coming it burns. out of my mouth. I know. Yeah. 
But I check this out. Check this. Out. I understand what you guys are saying. I totally agree with what you guys are saying. The thing is, is that here it is. My son, my 17-year-old son, he'll be 18 next month, right? He currently has two incomes, which he dropped one of the incomes. He he was up to three incomes. Mm-hmm. Okay. He had income since he was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, he is an entrepreneur. He buy and sell, he buys and sells on the internet. Okay. So what I'm saying is that, yeah, he said he has a plan and I, I believe him. Mm-hmm. His account is attached to mine because he's a minor and I see the money coming in and going. And I know where it's coming from, where it's going to, mm-hmm. right? I control all that shit. The thing is, is that I believe that his network will grow when he goes off the college. His experience will grow, right? His understanding will grow. Mm-hmm. His dialect, his, his ability to socialize will grow, right? His opportunity will grow. So therefore, his business will grow. Does he want to go? Huh? Does he want to go to college? I don't give a shit if he want to go. <laughs> Are you paying for it? Yeah, we pay. Yeah, you go damn right. Okay. And he ain't got no choice but to score as high as he could possibly score because we it's on the dollar. Does he have the ability? So his grades are... Of course. Of okay. course. It's up to part, and he goes to a private school now. He it, it's he's he's all right. So a he really has, sharp school. He has what it takes to to be successful. He does have. We set him up from day one to have what it takes. We set all of them up. Actually, all of them. Went That's to very the key. What you said. You set him up from day one. From day one. You know what I mean. Had no we, other alternative but to go to school. Their school costs more than 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 me in this fucking master's program. So yeah. Yeah, so what I'm saying is that, yeah, yeah, I, we set you up from the door, so I don't want you knocking back on my goddamn door for nothing, because I'm we buying the efficiency once y'all get the fuck out of here. There you go. <laughs> That's it. You know what I mean? Well, so I'm for private school, so I'm sure a 90% of wherever he attends is going to college. It, yeah, and, 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 and his income... about it. They are. His, his income, his income was on the on the strength of his network within this school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They they all put each other on and like, awesome oh yeah, when well, you do this, you do that, I'm gonna take this, we're gonna flip that or whatever. My son's a little hustler. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now he got the hustler spirit from his father, but he got he's that ne- network. He's, huh? he's already networking at 17. Yeah. At, well he yeah 15, 16, yeah, 16, 15, 16, he started his business. So yeah, he's networking. He has a large network. He's he's a very likable guy. And I just want him to expand. Right. I'm not a, I'm I'm not trying to direct you. I'm trying to expose you, if that makes sense. And that makes sense. But All but right. you know, you as a parent, you recognize his talents, you've invested in his talents from a young age. We invested in his mother. mother. Yeah. Yep. You have made it so that he has those options. And then you have told him your option is, you know. You want to go to, you know, Harvard or you want to go to Hampton? That that's your choice. That you've given him that, you know, free mm-hmm. choice. And but he's gonna to go to college because that's mm-hmm. what's important to you and your wife and your household. 
So I just go back to that very first question about how important is education. It also depends upon the access you have to it and the knowledge you have to what higher education can do for your life. Yep, most definitely. And in that in that particular um in that particular well, you know he um I just I I believe wholeheartedly that this 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 thing is going is going to expose you to a bigger crowd that is ultimately going to build what you have going on. And you don't have no fucking choice but to do it because daddy says so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Agreed. Well, listen, I wanna uh I wanna ask this last question. It's kind of an amalgam of uh ah. of two. What? Again? Really? Come on, dog. It's not that serious, man. Amalgam? <laughs> amalgam. A mixture or blend. Man, just go ahead and take the shit. I don't even give a fuck. I don't know this shit. I'm I'm lost. I'm gonna be over here chilling in the car. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Go it's a combination. It's a combination. Of- I would say that shit. That's got if more you know syllables. The word, the filler, if you know that word, then say the shit. Combination bigger than amalgam. It. It's a mixture. <laughs> All right, we'll go with mixture. How's that? There we go. All right, bro. All right, just go ahead with the stupid ass shit. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Dr. Clark, mm-hmm. what uh, benefits are out there and uh, for for people who don't know, you know, how to get access to higher education and what advice would you give them? The advice that I would give them is to, and it is, this is kind of loosely advisable because again, I'm talking about accessibility mm-hmm. would be to find someone in their field that they're interested in, in pursuing, or if they don't even know what field they're interested in pursuing, maybe they just want to go to college, talking to someone that they can find to talk to, to get those, to get that information on how to even start. Um, and that's easy to say, it's easy for me to say because of the circles that I'm in, you know, and you look at kids in high school who really feel like they have nowhere to turn or anybody to talk to. But um, I would say just trying to find someone who can advise them or guide them or give them some of the information. And it's going to sound a little cliche, but the internet right now, I mean, the internet is full of information and, and Google is very full of information and they have to start reading and they have to start researching and trying to decide what's going to be the better outcome for them for attending a higher university, what scholarships are out there, what uh, field is going to yield the most for their money. If they're strapped with money or tight on money, you can't just go to college. Waste it, college yeah. You know, you have to be very targeted in what you want to do and have goals in place and know what your end goal is. But, um, it would be definitely to try to find someone that they're trusted that can to lead them in that way. But also if they have no one, the internet right now is, is a resource for them to try and understand. And then once they narrow it down off the internet, reaching out to particular universities and asking for advisement, asking for the black student council, asking for, you know, the black guidance counselor there and just saying, you know, mm-hmm. I need to talk to so-and-so. And then that person on the inside can help advise them further on how to accomplish what they want to accomplish. Another thing is that, man, you know, going, going, we usually do it too. You know what I mean? Um, I remember, I remember my homeboys or, or my homegirls getting jobs in different places. 
and me asking him a simple question, yo, how you get how you get this job? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and don't be afraid. My advice is don't be afraid to ask. You know that person who you feel like you know can identify with you a little bit. Don't be afraid to ask them, yo, how you get to where you got to? Yep. Mm. See, when when I was just actually I, I wrote about this. Um when I when I was younger, when well, when we were younger, me, me and a best friend of mine, we used to take the um the four four bus and we should go around. You know what I'm saying? And just take it to where it come, when it come back. You know what I mean? Till I stop, we used to pay the dollar. And eventually, my cousin started dating the bus driver. And <laughs> word is bond. The bus driver would used to let us on free. So we should just go around. And I used to start claiming shit. Like, yeah, that's my car. Yeah, that's my that's I'm gonna live in this area right here. And actually, I do I do live in the area that I, I claim, but I, I'm not talking no spooky, you know shit you know what i mean like oh yeah you know the rain and god sent it down on me now i'm just saying i i end up happening to you know years later live in the community that i claim and the cars are old now you know what i mean they're not they're not as new as they once were and things like that but i used to see people in suits and ties and that's the reason if 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 anybody is listening to 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 this podcast at this moment. I want I want them to hear this part. This is the sole reason why I wear suits to work every day. Is because I used to see people do that, and I used to feel so far removed from it. But I used to love the the look so much that I used to hate myself, and I used to hate them. You know, from 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 my own feeling, from me feeling separated from them. But that's the sole reason why I wear suits every day. That's the sole reason why I have over twenty suits in my closet, and you know, uh, uh, probably seventy ties and shit like that, and a bunch of shoes and all that stuff. But that's the sole reason. But anyway, the connectivity to success. Um, I think as a community, we just need to ask questions to those people who we identify with. So if you're if if if, if Dr. if Dr. Clark is somebody that you can see yourself talking to at the barbecue or out of you, yeah, I, I saw you as over uh over such and such. Oh, oh yeah, my little cousin live there. Oh, you got a little cousin over here. How you gonna be a doctor and you gonna have a cousin in the hood like that? Man, I'm from this neighborhood, boy. Get the hell out of here. Oh, where? How you get? How you get all that then? You understand? Yeah, we it's need to start, stop being so as... proud. We need to stop being so proud. Real talk. Real talk. We don't understand. We need to seek to understand, and that's something I've learned even within the own family. You know, I'm a wealth of knowledge when it comes to education. My family doesn't utilize me to which they could. Yeah. Um, you know, Shoot, I called you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> some people don't, and and this is what I do for a living. So if I'm helping mm-hmm. some other people's children be successful, why wouldn't I help you know the ones in my family? More so right. that's what I do every day. You know, yeah. they they'll call me all different races and cultures and ask my opinion on education of their child yeah, on a yeah. daily, mm-hmm. and they have college degrees. So, yeah, but they cool. value my opinion as the principal of the school. 
you know? Right. Yes, so, it's important. Mm-hmm. Very important. Very important. Right. Extremely. What do you say, King? Man, I, I'm just, uh, I'm just very grateful for, you know, everybody came on and, and, and Tracy, uh, Dr. Clark, uh, <laughs> uh, my cousin came on and uh, showed off a bit. So I, I thank you so much. I know you got to go because yes. uh, of some things going down, but uh, just any last final comments that you want to say? Thank you for having me on. Next time you have any type of segments, if you want to even have me do something on, you know, access to college and helping students, you know, Absolutely. we can do that on part two. Yeah. We can do that on part two. Where to look at scholarships? What's what schooling really costs? Because I've had I've mentored a lot of high school students when I was a high school administrator, and we broke down the cost, and and it was attainable for them, you know. Mm. So any of those things, um, yeah. if you have a particular audience, please use me. That's what I that's what I'm here for. Like I said earlier, you know, the money is the money. I'm I'm ready to serve the community and and teach others what what you know I know at this point. So this is what I'm here for. Most definitely, most definitely. And we greatly appreciate you, Doc. I really do. Um, yeah. We, we as a community, we need to be, you know, it's well, actually, first of all, you stuck. You're a part of the community. I, I forgot to tell you that. Okay. All right. So it's a wrap, you family, and that's it. Okay. So you, you will not, I, like you as, you, as you hear the podcast, I mean, we all rotate. You'll hear a lot of this, you know, similar characters come on and, and get a spill and so on and so forth. And it's just one big party and we just one big family. It's just one big barbecue. One you know big I mean? get together. One big get together. That's what it's all about. Closing my dissertation, my research was um, on uh, minority parents and, and how they feel about education and what, what areas they need support in education. So I can even talk about again, accessibility and how minorities are measuring up to their white counterparts and what the difference in parental involvement really looks like. So oh, definitely, we appreciate that. We definitely appreciate that. And in, in this particular community, man, we have done so fucking much. And I never really sat back, bro, and thought about it. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want to chew my own horn. And I mean, I'm just hearing this from other people, but I'm right now I'm starting to, to like see it. Like we doing so much as a community, we coming together and giving off so much information, bro. Yeah. Information that I grow on. All your stupid ass words. Like I learned <laughs> new words and shit. Well, I think everybody learns something from this. You know, that's the point of this. You know, that is the point of this was to find out answers for the community from the community that was the entire point so when we hear on season two episode three Three. four episode four i don't know episode four uh you know you can see it you know you can see it you can feel it you can you can you know the 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 feeling that you get from you know people who who would participate and people who view it and, and see it they understand what it is that we're doing you know and they're appreciative of it everybody's appreciative you know so the energy is palpable <laughs> get the fuck out four that's four i got you four <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, the energy is palpable. <laughs>
Get the fuck out of it. I, yo, I'm not even going. I'm not entertaining that I'm shit. putting all four of them in there. <laughs> yo, check it, though. Truth be told, like, we got to have another. That will be part two. Because there, there are things that we didn't even think There are things that we didn't even think about. Manson fell like, off. I don't know where the fuck Manson went. Um, Dr. Dr. Stanford had to go. Yeah. Um, Dr. Clark had to roll. Yeah, she had an emergency, man. Yeah, uh, school emergency. So yeah. you know, COVID thing going on. So it's like, yeah, and 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 and, and hope everybody's okay. Had an emergency at his job too. So yeah, yeah we're gonna have to we're gonna have to link back up, man. But yeah, as far, yeah, most definitely. I just would like to say to the community, thank you guys, man. Um, I just. I'm like, I never even dreamed that it would be this big. And I never even dreamed that we would have so many different characters, so many different laughs. Like people think that we we be setting this shit up with the words and all that. <laughs> shit. This, really, this is real talk. You know what I mean? And I really don't be knowing a lot of these words, especially the powerful shit. Um, I'm actually gonna Google that, but from the bottom of my heart, I I, I truly want to thank the community, man, and all. Bro. Yeah. And we're going to do this part two of education like we should. Because yeah. I think the community deserves it. Yeah. And with that, I say peace. Well, that was educational. Be sure to tune in next week when we tackle charity in the black community but until then head over to www.solutionbasedcommunity.com check out all our videos all the content or hit the links and tune in on your favorite podcast platform oh and palpable that means so intense that you feel like you can touch it <laughs>